Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where we've had a beautiful day. And today is Sunday, the 24th of October, 2021. And what a week. Um, <laughs> I just want to briefly discuss this past week because um, it was, as we predicted, it was pretty intense. Um the full moon was definitely a turning point for a lot of things with the square to Pluto and then the experience of Mars squaring Pluto. So it was a, it was a mishmash of things squaring that full moon. So even though Mars was a little bit far from the from the moon and all during the the full moon because the moon was like 27 Aries when it became full. It was still, you know, Mars was still involved. It was like 23, almost 24 of Libra. And it was getting close to where the sun was. So this is, this has really been an intense, intense week. And, you know, one of the things that's so important is that we pay attention to how we feel, how we react, how our experiences um, are shaping up after all of these retrograde station directs, okay? And I think that after Jupiter and Mercury last weekend, that was just a week ago, you know, there's like, yeah, it's all going forward. But it was dizzying. It was dizzying. And I think that a lot of people felt dizzy. And I know I felt dizzy. And last week I told y'all that I <laughs> was confused when I got up on Sunday morning. And that did not change on Monday morning. I got up and I was confused. And it wasn't like like mental confusion, like who am I? I don't remember this life. It was, oh God, yeah, it's Monday, right? Um, and I guess I'll make breakfast and what, what am I going to do? Who, 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 who was I going to talk to today? You know, it was, it was that. And it's been an exhausting, exhausting time for a lot of people. And I think this is just too much energy shifting. And I knew it was going to be like this on a certain level when I months ago saw that these four planets were going to go direct within days of each other. It's too much energy. It's too much energy for human beings to process all at once. So if you're exhausted or if your brain doesn't feel like it's on straight, go outside, find some grass, take your shoes off and stand in the grass. Okay. I know it's winter getting to be winter. It's autumn but it could be cold and a little frosty in some places, but find a patch of grass on a sunny day and stand in the sun and put your feet on the ground because this is really, really important to get your life back. <laughs> and if you can do this, you know, often, that's even better. Um, it means that you are connecting with Mother Earth. It means that you are connecting with, you know, if you're out in the sun, you're connecting with the sun and the earth, Okay and you're this channel, you're, you're getting this channeled energy from the feet, from the earth, and the radiance of the sun. And this is really important for life. You know, the earth, we can't live without it. We can't live without the sun. And these are life forces. So it's really important to connect with these natural elements. Um, it's It's been really complicated. And 
you know, I feel like we were just getting sorted when those things went direct last week, Mercury and Jupiter. And then right after that, we were hit with that full moon, which was just, I think for a lot of people, it was upsetting. I think for a lot of people, it was, you know, transformational and they have, but you know, when transformation happens, sometimes we're hit in the face with it. We've got, well, I've just got to transcend this. And you've got the whole point of transformation is to step up and rise above and not get dragged into the Plutonian mud. And that Mars squared Pluto, it felt harsh, you know, and maybe a little punitive. And it's just, it's been a very powerful, intense week. So we get a week now that is not going to be like that. Yay. Okay. I, I don't expect that things are going to be as intense. No more planets are going direct for a while. Okay. We are now finished with four planets and, you know, Mercury, Mercury is, you know, Mercury went direct opposite Chiron. I talked about that last week. I talked about the I am. Um, and now Mercury's moving. Mercury's really moving because right now Mercury's at 13 degrees of Libra. So that means it's moved three degrees in this week. That's good news. Jupiter's still at 22. Jupiter hasn't moved much, but Jupiter's generally a slower moving planet. So we're going to pick up the pieces and get ourselves, you know, to a place where we can feel like our life is kind of getting back on track. Now, with that being said, um, a few things are going to happen. Now, the sun has entered Scorpio. I think the sun likes being in Scorpio more than it likes being in Libra because it does relate more to, you know, Scorpio is water, but it is a passionate sign and the sun is intense. So I think, I think the sun being in Scorpio is good. I think it's good because it's in its fall in Libra. And we don't think of it that way. We think, oh, Libra is this nice, mild, polite sign. And I think that, um, I think really people will feel, have felt the shift. And I definitely felt the shift from Libra to Scorpio, that, that Scorpio energy feels more intense, but it does feel like aliveness, okay? Like really alive even though I'm very tired. I am very tired. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to admit it. This has been exhausting. <laughs> and actually, it was very interesting. Um, someone said something to me today. They, they, Someone with a Libra moon said something to me today. And he was saying, you know, uh, to us, we were uh, several of us were out. And he was saying how he felt like, the, you know, with Mars squaring Pluto, that can be really combative. And he said he felt like his work was really intense and really like, um, like in, in times in the past, it's been intense, but it's been gotten ugly. And this week when it's gotten intense, it was not ugly, probably because Mars is in Libra. And he said, everyone just wanted to get the work done and just like see it through and get the job done. And I think that's a really good observation because when Mars is in Libra, Mars doesn't like being in Libra either. So, so you know, Mercury's okay in Libra. The sun and Mars don't really like being in Libra. Mars likes being in Scorpio. Mars likes being in, um, you know, Aries, obviously. So Libra, it's detriment. No, 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 no. So the sun and Mars were not entirely happy where they were. So 
but it makes a good point. When Mars squares Pluto, we expect intensity and, you know, maybe lashing out, but Mars was in the very polite sign of Libra. And as I've said before, you know, Libra is effete. Libra is gracious. Libra is aesthetic. And so everyone where he works graciously got their jobs done and graciously just worked to get to the next level. And that's great. That's amazing. And so maybe, you know, in that respect, I said, so nobody was like throwing a tantrum or throwing something across the room and breaking it. He says, no, that has happened in the past. <laughs> so, you know, um, that's an interesting experience. I mean, he works at an architecture firm. You don't imagine people throwing their, you know, their straight edge at somebody else, you know. Um, but you, you always imagine architects to be very, you know, got their act together, you know. But people, he said sometimes, like, it's happened in the past where people get um, crazy, you know, at these meetings. But, you know, it, maybe Mars was in Aries then. <laughs> It was in Libra. Everybody was just like, let's just do it. Let's just get the job done. So I think that that's important. I think that that was a really good observation of Mars squaring Pluto, that people were able to just cooperate. And there were things definitely that came up in this week that involved cooperation. And I saw it on a few levels. There was cooperation begrudged cooperation, okay? So, you know, there's some, you know, these people probably all cooperated, cooperated at his job, but they were just under, muttering under their breath, maybe, you know, because it's Mars square Pluto. There's not going to be, oh, okay, sure, I'll stay late, I'll cooperate, I'll work hard and diligently in this meeting with everyone else it's not that it's it's okay i'm just here we got to get it done <laughs> and i think that that's that's the, the nature of it um <laughs> it's kind of funny when you think about it um it's but mars was also trining jupiter so that helps that helps, you know, Jupiter's like, yeah, we're going to get this done, yeah, all right, let's go, let's go, motivation, energy, yeah, 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 cheerleaders, um, Mars was also, like, in a wide sextile to Venus, you know, well, by signs, they were definitely sextile, so I think these things soothed the savage beast, I think these things were keeping people moving forward and just focused on what they needed to do with the task at hand, and, so, you know, despite the full moon, square Pluto, square Mars, Mars square Pluto, it just, you know, I think the leftover emotions from all of this have been really um, intense. I think people, I think it was exhausting. I think it was intense. I think, you know, I, I had things um, happen this week collectively. I saw a lot of collective things. I worked with people a lot um, uh, in that I was working with people, helping them, like with healing work and stuff, uh, more so than astrology. And I, um, I have one friend um, in New York where, that I was helping her quite a bit. And, you know, it was, it was I, I was really glad to see that there was progress in our work. So that was good. You know, it was intense. It was intense. I had to go into the spirit land. I had to go into the fifth dimension. I had to go into a, a place and 
check out the energies of certain places and things that you wanted me to. And it was really great because I felt confident in doing that. And that's another bonus of Mars Square Pluto. You know, you, you realize you stretch yourself. You get past what you think your limitations are. So Jupiter helps us get past our limitations as well. So, you know, when Jupiter went forward and Mars was like squaring Pluto, yeah, there was some stuff, but I got to see um, things like for my friend about her life and her family and all that were, you know, definitely helping me stretch my awareness and my abilities. And... You know, we were both tired, but that's okay. <laughs> but in any event, I was glad to do it. Um, so now the sun is in Scorpio. And so now we're going to move toward real um, passionate energies. And, you know, Venus is still the only so planet in a fire sign. And right now it's at 18 Sag. And we, you know, the south node in Sag, but it's at one degree. It's really... So the nodes are going to shift, no, not right now, but they're going to shift soon. Um, and so we don't have a lot of fire. We do get um, a boost from Venus, and she likes being in Sag. So there's a there's a little bit of a party atmosphere. Um, and this coming week, though, there are some things that we need to be aware of. So the one of the top things is Saturday. Now, I know I'm jumping ahead quite a bit, but Saturday's got the hottest aspects. The first thing is that Mars is going into Scorpio. Mars is going to leave Libra and go into Scorpio. And it likes to be in Scorpio. And so, therefore, I think this is going to be a bit of a relief. Because, and you know, okay, so... It is polite. It can operate in Libra, but it it operates better in Scorpio. And then you're going to say to me, but Deb, what if those people at that architecture firm start throwing things at each other? <laughs> and I don't think so. They might go at their desk and seethe, you know, because Scorpio can seethe a little bit. And they'll, then there'll be two planets in Scorpio. There'll be the sun and there will be Mars once we get to the end of the week. And so Scorpio is a time, this is when Halloween happens and we talk about the dead and we talk about the departed ones. And, you know, the big holiday in Latino countries, of course, is November 1st because it's the day we celebrate those who have passed on. And um, so that's a good that's a good thing, you know, and that won't be till next Monday, a week from tomorrow. But it's it's good to honor those before us, the deceased that we loved the deceased who are our ancestors. Um, it's a good day to speak to the ancestors. Really good time of the year to speak to the ancestors. So good time to do ancestral clearing, ancestral work, and talk to your departed loved ones. And that's a really important thing to do. So um, one of the things that happens when Mars is in Scorpio, so Mars will be there for a while. Mars isn't going to go into Sag for a while. It will stay in Scorpio all through um, November, yeah, all through November, and um, and then, you know, it'll start shifting out in December, but we're not worried about that yet. It's still October, please. This year has gone fast enough. And so one of the things that's so important is that, um, you know, Mars is going to be in the sign it has traditionally ruled always. So this is a good place for Mars. Mars is going to feel better. Mars will be in a position to um, 
you know, exert itself, express itself in ways that it, um, it likes to. Okay. And, and so that's the big shift of the week. That is the planet changing signs this week. It's Mars leaving Libra going into Scorpio. And the same day, that Saturday, the 30th, the sun squares Saturn. So now the sun is in Scorpio, as we know, but Saturn's in Aquarius. So even though when the sun was in Libra, it was making nice relationships to the Saturn and the Jupiter that are in Aquarius, it's now going to square Saturn. So it now it's shifted over. So every sign that the sun shifts into, it makes different aspects. You know, it softens the aspect, it hardens the aspect. This is a hard aspect. And so, you know, by the time Saturday rolls around next week, the sun will be squaring Saturn. And that's a little more hard. That's a little harder. That's a little more, um, you know, more about exertion, more about working hard, more about, um, you know, the experience of being restricted or limited or, or rules thrown at you or, you know, just like being told no or having to recognize and acknowledge your own limitations, whether they are coming from within or without. So like you may be sitting with yourself and saying, you know what, I just, I can't exercise as hard as I used to, you know, and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you have to sit with that and say, maybe I've got to change my exercise routine. You know, I can't jog in the park like I used to. I can't like run on the treadmill like I used to. Um, maybe you're like your, your feet hurt or your legs hurt or something. And maybe you're getting cramps. Maybe that's going to give you the opportunity to look at your health differently. So that's one, you know, when Saturn comes up like this, it offers us an opportunity. Even when it's a square, we have to navigate it. So we have an opportunity to maybe change your exercise routine. Maybe you need to take different supplements, things that are going to support your body more to exercise differently. So this is just one example. It could be a lot of things. It could be, hi, can I get a vacation next week? And you're told no. And so the sun going square to Saturn, so we just have to be aware of what's happening in our outer world and maybe collectively because Saturn is in Aquarius. And what do we not want that to be? So obviously that we everybody in the world is experiencing restrictions of movement on some level when you feel that look at you now it's a collective thing obviously obviously but there is a message in it always the collective speaks to the personal as well where do you feel restricted in your personal life then it goes like, okay, so we, let's take the steps. It, say it's a collective no. Okay, the collective no is saying no. The collective is saying no. The government, the people, or whatever, your boss, there's a collective no. And then there's a personal no. There's like, well, you know, why is there, why is this affecting my life the way it is? Okay, the, the world is being told no. How does this no reflect in my personal life? Well, it reflects like this in my personal life. Okay, so then you're seeing it in your outer personal life. And then you've got to take it one step further inward and say, okay, what am I doing to restrict myself in my personal life? Okay. And you might say, well, I'm not doing anything. It's, it's them over there, you know, or it's the collective no, you know, it's the collective no that's like telling me I can't. 
Whenever you say I can't, there is something else going on because you can, um, but you have to find out how. Okay, so you gotta navigate that Saturn. You have to find out where you can. Yes, there's a yes in there somewhere. Even though no is like maybe very obvious, there you gotta go within and find the yes. What, why? Because we created this. And you could say, oh, come on, Deb. That's a collective no. Where am I gonna find a yes? You find the yes within. You find the yes somehow inside where there is a place of uh, creation. There's, whenever something's collective, there's mass creation on a deep psychological subconscious level. Just because it isn't it happened to us, it is, well, we created this on some level. What did we want from creating this? And you're going to get mad at me for saying that. <laughs> I didn't want this. I didn't want this at all. Nobody I know wanted this. Well, of course not. But there are, there is a collective unconscious, unconscious. Remember, there is a way through the unconscious. It becomes, it requires us becoming conscious. <laughs> so in your little self, how did you contribute to the collective no? How did you contribute to the personal no? And where in yourself can you find Turn it, you can turn that no into a yes. Like, where is the navigation, the shift in perspective? A shift in perspective that's something that's really important to look at. So, enough about Saturn. The Sun will square Saturn the same day that Mars goes into Scorpio. So, Saturday is a big day, and you know, the moon's going to be void for a bunch of hours in the morning, but we're moving past. We're moving past a lot of this Libra stuff um, because Mercury is direct now. And then we're going to move into real Scorpio stuff because the sun will be in Scorpio. Mars will be in Scorpio. And then eventually in November, Mercury will go into Scorpio now. And that'll be the 5th of November. So let's talk a little bit ahead. Now, this week does not look too overwhelming, but we are still processing the four retrograde station directs, okay? So don't think that, oh, we're on easy street this week. Think of process. Think of process. Where have you found more freedom or you need to expand? That's Jupiter. Where have you transformed? That's Pluto. Where do you feel like your thinking is a little more clear and that you can make decisions that are going to better your life? That's Mercury. Where do you feel that you can overcome your limitations. That's Saturn, and that's what we just talk, talked about. Finding the yes, overcoming limitations, okay? Saturn always produces anxiety and no's and, you know, um, restrictions and duty and authority and, well, I've got I've to do my duty, I've got to work hard, etc. You know, maybe you know, you have to look at it a little differently and that's the shift in perspective. And I always think that Saturn, Saturn is often misunderstood. It's like, well, I just got slapped down, you know. No, you, it is, well, it's the Lord of Karma. If you were bad and you did something against humanity or something, well, then you're going to get slapped. Um, but if you feel you are in a place that is, you know, I didn't do anything wrong and I feel like I'm being punished, then you've got to go within and find out where this resonates and how you can clear it, okay? Clearing, clearing old emotions. Um, 
in the meantime, what other things are happening? Venus on Thursday is going to sweet, speak sweetly to Jupiter. She already is. She's at 18, Sag, and Jupiter's at 22, but she'll go to 22 on Thursday, and she will make a sextile to Jupiter. So this is really good. Excellent. Okay? We like that. Remember back when Venus trying Jupiter? Back when Venus was in Libra? Very nice. She's moved quickly. Okay? And then there's, um, you know, Venus squaring Neptune on uh, Tuesday, the 26th. So Neptune's at 20, Venus is at 18. She's already squaring Neptune, okay? So let's, let's be very aware. Back when Venus opposed Neptune, back oh, August or so, I, I have to say um, I was caught off guard and I should have paid more attention to some people that I started to talk to and because I should not have engaged them as much as I did. I let down my boundaries. That's something to watch out for when Venus squares Neptune. So if I, um, and it was just conversation, but it was not conversation that I should have or wanted to be having. And so what I feel we all need to do and pay attention to this week is when Venus squares Neptune, pay attention to your conversations, make sure that you are enjoying the people you're talking to and watch your boundaries. Because in my case, when Venus opposed Neptune and I was like, so, I was so mad at myself because I'm an astrologer, damn it. I should have known better. <laughs> I should have known better. It's Venus Neptune. Why are you talking to this person? And you have to be aware of what's going on. So tune up that dial. Make sure that while, and Venus is getting ready to square Neptune. She's at 18, a little over 18 and a half. And Neptune's at 20, Pisces. And so we want to be very certain that our conversations are not, um, and our dealings with others are clear and not misled in any way. And I'm going to make sure that I'm on the ball when I talk to people this week because, and because, and if I meet anybody, I just want to make sure I'm on the ball because what can happen is that Venus, you know, you think you're being friendly. Venus isn't sad. Venus wants to have a good time. Venus wants to be fun and frivolous and, oh, what the hell, I'll stay and have a drink. You know, that's Venus in Sag Square Neptune. Or, oh, what the hell, I'll, you know, I'll stay, you know, later and we'll hang out and it'll be great. And then something about it, you walk away and you go, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I really shouldn't have done that. Um, and... I had that experience when Venus opposed Neptune. Now, I, my reasoning was, what are you going to do? Sit at your desk all the time? You're here meeting people? Like, you should meet people and talk to people from different walks of life. Have a conversation, Deb. How hard can it be? It, you know, I, and then I regretted it. So, mm, Venus square Neptune, be very careful who you're talking to. Make sure that it's clear. Even if it's your best friend, make sure that everything is clear. Well, I thought we were going here for dinner. Oh, no. I nixed that. Didn't you hear me tell you that they, they're closed for renovations? You know, we're, we can't go there for dinner. Well, I wanted to go there for dinner. You know, those kinds of things. There are mix-ups with Neptune. and But be very clear in your boundaries with people. Be very, very observant of your boundaries and, and, and 
careful who you're talking to and what you're talking about and, and don't reveal things that maybe later you might regret you revealed. So, yeah. Um, so, that being said, we're moving into a different time. Now, on the 31st on Halloween, which is next Sunday when we meet again, Mercury will be trining Jupiter. So that means Mercury's going to be passing through Libra pretty quickly and getting to that 22 degree mark where Jupiter is. We're going into a different time now. We have no lunations this week because the moon is taking a week off. You know, so we had the full moon last week. Nothing's happening this week, but there will be a new moon on the 4th in Scorpio. Now, that's fine because that happens every year. But this is not just any old new moon because it means it's going to swing open the door to the eclipse period. So, dun dun Yeah, it's already eclipse period. And how about that? Eclipses are happening already. And so the first eclipse is on the 19th of... November and it's a Taurus full moon so it's a partial lunar eclipse and it will be um, at 27 Taurus and then two weeks later of course there will be the second eclipse because they come in pairs and they always do so the first one's a full moon or a lunar eclipse the second one is a um, a new moon in Sagittarius at 12 degrees so just so you know we're not there yet next week we'll talk more about you know, how we're going to have that Scorpio new moon, and then that's going to swing open the door to the eclipses. And I'm sure there will be events this coming week that we'll uh, need to review and that we'll talk about relative to what's coming up for the following week. So as we um, move through this week, right now the moon is in Gemini. It will be going into Cancer um, Monday the 25th, which is tomorrow. And that is going to be at in the afternoon. So um, it's going to be void for a bunch of hours and it will be then going into cancer at mm, 3 p.m. my time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. And, and then Tuesday the moon's still in cancer. Um, Wednesday the moon is in cancer. It will go void. 11 o'clock at night, um, Eastern time. Oh no, actually that's Pacific time. My thing is, is for showing for both. Actually, it's going to be void at 2 a.m. on Thursday. So it'll be fine. It'll be Cancer Tuesday, Cancer Wednesday, and then Thursday in the wee hours, it will go void and then go into Leo. And so it'll be in Leo all day Thursday, all day Friday, Saturday the 30th, it will go void three in the morning, Eastern time and it will go into Virgo at two in the afternoon. So there's there's an eleven hour void on Saturday the thirtieth. Halloween, the moon will be in Virgo. And and then we'll be meeting up again. Now, the thing is this week to pay attention. So what do we want to do? We want to pay attention to our interactions with others as Venus squares Neptune. We want to watch Mars go into Scorpio and address our passions and the things that are important to us and that we stand up for and that we hold our ground on because Mars and Scorpio is very strong about those things. And, you know, Mars and Scorpio is intense. So, you're, you know, try to be calm and intense 
uh, at the same time. <laughs> you know, you can be passionate about something. You could be desiring something, but you um, don't have to get all up in arms about it. Mars will, won't really reach any planets just yet. It won't deal with Saturn. This week, we're going to be dealing with the Sun square Saturn, Venus square Neptune, and while it's squaring Neptune, it is going to be getting close to a nice sextile with Jupiter. So hopefully Venus will, that, that Venus experience won't be so, um, we won't be foolhardy under that influence. Um, okay. And wow, that's about it. That half hour went really quick. And so I want you to have a beautiful week. And I have to say that um, I hope it's a calm week for you. And, you know, things are going to get juicy when Mars goes into Scorpio. So that's actually a good thing. Mars, we like when Mars is in Scorpio. And it gives us the resilience and the power we need to get things done. And, you know, it, that's that's really positive. Um, I don't think that Mars in Libra is necessarily wishy-washy, but it's politely, you know, it's very hard for it to say no, and it's very hard for it to not be... Um, you know, angry and unable to express the anger. That often happens with Mars and Libra. Scorpio, if somebody's angry, they're going to let you know. <laughs> they're going to let you know. Um, so my, my wish is for you to have a lovely week, and my wish is that you have um, a quieter week and you are able to process. This is... I consider this a week of processing. Process everything that's happened this month. Journal about it. Connect to it. See where you have um, experienced these retrograde stations, you know, going direct. And process everything that's happened. Allow yourself to sleep. Allow yourself to dream a little bit. Um, this is the last week of October, and then we only have two more months left in this year. Um, this has been... A really intense year and I think on many levels and I've said this before to all of you and I have said this to my friends and all this year has been much harder than last year so I'm I'm looking forward to the end of 2021 <laughs> and I don't say that from an astrological perspective as much as an emotional perspective so we still have one more Saturn square um, Uranus at the end of the year right at Christmas Eve but Oh, and I do want to make one little hint of a mention. Next week, we'll talk about this on the podcast on Halloween, but next week, when we get to Friday, the 5th of November, Venus is entering Capricorn. That is a very big moment, and we will discuss that forthcoming podcast. I wish you all a beautiful week again and thank you for listening gratitude gratitude if you need to get in touch with me for a session please contact me thegoldenastrologer.com book online you can write to me um, info at thegoldenastrologer.com you can find me on instagram where i'm making videos it's been a little slow on the instagram this week because there was just so much going on but i make videos for instagram talking about the astrology that we're having and that's The Golden Astrologer. And I'm on Twitter at Deb Astrology. And please do um, connect with me if you feel the urge. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful week.